it's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hi there. I was talking the other day on this podcast about how I don't know that the Bears are serious about winning this year because they didn't really have a legitimate edge rusher. Well, guess what? Things have changed. The Bears are serious about winning because they have signed edge rusher Yannick Ngakwe to a one-year $10.5 million deal. The terms of the deal give credit to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network for this. And again, this says that the Bears are serious about winning. And we're not talking about Khalil Mack here or a guy that's going to have 20 sacks or be an MVP candidate or anything like that. But what Yannick Ngakwe is, is a steady, very steady NFL defensive end. He had nine and a half sacks last year for the Colts. He is just a absolutely consistent player. We'll get into some more of the numbers here in just a second. But I think the other thing that the signing of Ngakwe does is it puts everything else into line. There is order now with the Bears' defensive ends because they did add new players this year, which in theory were expected to be improvements, like Demarcus Walker, who I like, but he had a career year last year of seven sacks. Does that number go up a little bit? But that kind of puts that in line right there. Shaquem Green added to the Bears front this year. Three and a half sacks last year, 6.5 sacks the year prior to that. And then you have some of the guys that you are hoping to develop and they will continue to develop because this is just a one-year deal for Ngakwe. So the Bears, to some degree, are still betting on guys like Dominic Robinson, who had a sack and a half last year as a developing prospect who had never really played the position before. Uh, Travis Gibson as well, who was a little bit of a mystery last year, really since 2021. He had seven sacks in 2021, but even in that year, he started to fade a little bit. And then last year, had had a bad year. He had three sacks last year, so this might be the last call for somebody like Travis Gibson. But to me, it's almost like, uh, a starting pitcher, like an ace starting pitcher that you add to your rotation, that all of a sudden everything else makes sense. And all of a sudden, Jamison Tyone makes sense, and Marcus Stroman makes sense, and Justin Steele makes sense, and all of that. Although, you know, those guys make a lot of sense already, especially the. <laughs> the Justin Steele part of it. Then you have the inside guys. Even to some degree, this puts everything in line for those guys. Guys like Justin Jones and Andrew Billings who they just brought in this year. The two draft picks and Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens. It all makes sense to have Yannick Ngakwe on this team. Now, I made the point that this is just a steady NFL performer, not necessarily a wow performer, but a really good performer. Last year with the Colts, he had nine and a half sacks, like I told you. The year prior, 2021, he had 10 sacks. With Baltimore in 2020, he had three sacks, then traded to Minnesota for another five sacks. So five plus three is five, six, eight, eight sacks that year. 2019 with Jacksonville, he had eight sacks as well. Um, 2018 with Jacksonville, nine and a half sacks, 2017, 12 sacks with Jacksonville, 2016 with Jacksonville, eight sacks. You get the point, 65 sacks in his life. And, you know, he's averaging anywhere between eight and 12 sacks throughout his career. 
And like I said, not necessarily a game changer, but legitimate. This is a, a absolutely legitimate starting edge rusher on your team. I would imagine that they will link him up with, you know, one side you're going to have uh, Yannick Ngakwe, and then the other side, most likely the at least the starter, and they will rotate in and out, is going to be Demarcus Walker, I'm sure, with Shaquem Green probably starting on the bench to begin this, the games. The way we've seen it align in training camp for sure has been mostly when they're, if we are to assemble some sort of first string, it has been mostly Demarcus Walker and Shaquem Green doing those things. Um, you know, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Credit to Ryan Poles. Ryan Poles, in his own way, and I think that uh, my um, inferences from what Ryan Poles had been telling us on the first day of camp in regards to trying to sign an edge rusher, what I had inferred from everything he said is that he was definitely trying. One of the big things that he stressed on a couple of times, I think here on the score, and even just when he spoke to us out at Hallis Hall in Lake Forest, was that the key phrase that he kept using was it takes two. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make the deal happen. So in other words, Ryan Poles had probably had made offers or offer if it was just one offer and he was waiting for the other side to respond. It takes two, you know, and sometimes these guys that are either that are free agents and they're waiting around, especially if they are veteran players and they've been through a lot then you they look at it and say you know maybe I'll just maybe I'll just miss the first week of camp maybe I'll hook up with the team once the preseason starts cuz veterans for the most part hate training camp i mean they'll all acknowledge that it's necessary and they need it but who who likes training camp i mean it's it's hard it's hard work it's arduous it's every day it's in the heat so i think in it is fair to think that some of these guys wait so it takes two and two have done it, and the Bears have Yannick and Gakwe on their team. Now, something that keeps popping up and that we'll definitely be asking Ryan Poles and Yannick and Gakwe himself is that, you know, when I went through all of the numbers, he's been on a lot of teams. You know, he spent the first one, two, three, four years of his career with Jacksonville, but then in the last three years, Baltimore, Minnesota, split time with those two teams, Vegas, the Colts. So he keeps keeps getting shuffled around um was listening to brad biggs on on the score and big said according to his sources that there are no character issues for this guy because that's what you think you think is he like a bad locker room guy and at least according to brad biggs regular contributor on the mully and haw show on chicago sports radio 670 the score that is not the case so uh you know that Sometimes that is the way of the NFL. Will Ngakwe get a long-term deal with the Bears? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, I think one of the things that Ryan Poles also said before the signing was it has to make sense to this team and what we are doing and what we are building and where we're putting our expenses. He he said he does not want to do something now to that will gratify everybody 
but hurt the Bears in the future. So that was important to Ryan Poles. So we have to believe that in theory, this one-year $10.5 million deal is not going to hurt the Bears in the future. And then they will eventually this season have a big decision to make, depending on how well Ngakwe does play for the Bears. Will they give him an extension? And how much do they truly believe in the rest of their edge rushers. You know, they're going to have some some high draft picks next year, and that could be the year where they go after like an absolute baller of a prospect to, to bring in next season. So my guess is, my gut instinct right now, is that Ngakwe is a one-year player, just based on everything he's said, that what Ryan Poles has said. And, and Ngakwe could blow everybody out of the water and he could become a quintessential bear. My gut is, is that this is a one and done deal for Ngakwe because Ryan Poles has talked so much about developing their own guys. And that would p- potentially portend Ryan Poles doing a serious look next year in the draft and maybe even in the offseason in terms of just really bringing the noise as far as the defensive end is concerned. So looking forward to hearing from Yannick Ngakwe and Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and all the people involved in this terrific acquisition for the Bears. And eventually we'll definitely be able to give you some sound on that. I will be on uh, Friday night on the score from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. for a full hour of training camp live. And who knows, we may have, uh, we may get to see Ngakwe in action. You may hear from him on the score Friday night at six o'clock. And I promise you, you'll hear it throughout the weekend and then all week on the score. We thank you as always for listening to and watching the daily score. If you're just a regular listener, audio wise, that's totally cool. But if you, if you feel like you want to watch the podcast, we are on YouTube, and we invite you to be there as well. I also invite you to interact with me. You always hit me up on any of the social medias. I hang out on Twitter at Mark Grody Sports, Instagram, Mark underscore Grody, and Facebook, I'm something. I don't know what I am on Facebook, but you could find me. Google me, Mark Grody. Hope you guys have a great day, and I will be talking to you soon. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I'm Mark Grody. Have a great day. Bye.